Hello, 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 friends. Welcome to the Energy Report on the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. This week we're looking at the dates of August the 10th through the um, 16th. And it's a buzzworthy week. Um, Had a little bit of a rough full moon last week and some intense transits. Um, and we've got we've got some stuff coming up. Um, some good and some tough. Um, we're sort of used to rolling with these punches. I mean, as we can see in the collective, it is just a really intense time and we're just pacing ourselves through it and trying to do our best every day um, given these really harsh circumstances that we're confronting. The theme this week that I've chosen is I can embrace the unknown. Um, And really what we mean by that is, you know, when we talk about the unknown, it's unknown. We don't know what's going to happen, which means we can hypothesize about how things will turn out. um, But we can we can really know that there will be um, both po- both positive shifts and negative shifts ahead of us. So it's really important that we don't try to answer the story for ourselves as it's unfolding, that we just let things unfold and we try to keep our focus on the highest potential possible, the most solution-oriented that we can be um, instead of embracing pessimism or cynicism. Um, something like that. So this is about us also just embracing the fact that we don't know what's going to happen and that uh, releasing that resistance to feeling that we need to be in control. Um, We're not in control, but we've never been in control. It's just now the illusion um, is really um, clear, the illusion of control. So the theme, I can embrace the unknown. The tarot card this week is the three of wands. This card says it's time to move on from what we've outgrown. It also says that we have options ahead on the horizon, but we've we've got to really embrace that um, exploration, you know, into the future to access them. How does the present moment fit into the bigger picture? We might not know right now, um, but we might be a visionary and we might be able to see some of those um, clues as to how it will fit into the big picture. This card is also asking us to be willing to make changes that others might not support in us, you know, um, or support us in. So as we show our inherent leadership qualities, as you are a pioneer of um, your own personal evolution and change, um, you lead through example. So even when you don't have support, even when other people aren't on board. So we're all in these uncharted territories And this card says, don't let the fear of the unknown cripple you. Rise to the occasion. Um, And where you can, um, uh, really embrace your own leadership. You know, that sometimes you have to move forward uh, without support, without backing. Um, The ritual I've picked this week is communion with the world around you. So it's kind of like about hugging a tree. (laughs) Um, so 
The question is, do you really convene with the world around you? So do you feel it fully with your senses or are you hurrying and scuttling through life without really getting present? So the ritual this week is to commune with the world around you, perform communion. So you might hug a tree, but you're really going to feel the tree, the energy, the sensations. You're going to be with the tree, with the touch, the sound, the feeling of that tree. Maybe um, you do it with some of your other senses in another way. Maybe you uh, really taste a peach that you eat. You know, you feel the texture, the flavor. Maybe you really listen to the rain outside, the birds. Maybe you're just listening and hearing um, and really being one with that, with whatever that is. Maybe you're really watching the flame of a candle and you feel its heat and you sense its presence and you sense its energy. So this is just um, a way to really get grounded. To be very grounded is to be very present. Um, And it is a way to also help quell anxiety and depression because we're really inhabiting the moment that we're in as opposed to stuck in a nostalgic moment or uh, trying to work out the future. So let's get into the week here. Monday, the 10th of August, Mercury in Leo is going to square Uranus and Taurus. So Mercury is our mind, our perceptions, our communications, and it is in tension with Uranus, which represents the unusual, the unexpected, and even the shocking. So you might have some surprising insights on this day or you could receive some news that you maybe weren't expecting. Either way, Uranus can be a harbinger of change. And as it's currently slowing into its retrograde, which is going to station four days from today, uh, from Monday, uh, then there's, there's maybe going to be some necessary shifts happening. So this is going to be a day when misunderstandings are possible and projections may be abounding. If you're on the receiving end of unsettling news, I would really take a few days to process it before responding if you can. Um, because it's just, there's so much tension on the day that our response right might not really, it may be more of a reaction and we may just need a moment to really tune into the information that's coming through. This is also a day where we might see communication technology shutting down. You know, interestingly, last week, I believe there would be some disruption due to Uranus. And sure enough, both the unemployment website in New York went down and also TikTok was banned. So that's a surprising shift in how we communicate and use technology, uh, both of which are Uranus, uh, are representative of Uranus. Um, So try to use this energy to see things from a different point of view. Be extra patient and conscientious on this day. And if you find yourself rushing or in anxiety, you just really need to slow down and take your time. Tuesday, the 11th of August. Um, I love 11 days because they're really wonderful reminders um, to be conscious of how we're thinking as our thoughts create the energy of either stress or peace in our body and health. So that's what the number 11 is always reminding us of just the need to be in alignment with our uh, thoughts as they're our intentions ultimately, these subtle intentions we're sending out. So the moon in Taurus on this day reminds us to stop and smell the roses, right? Which ultimately is a reminder to be present to our current experience fully. And as this tarot card this week points out, 
It's the experience of the daily, even practical elements of life that truly hold the magic for us. So, you know, on this day, you've got permission to just really enjoy the food you eat and the company you keep and cook with care. You've got permission to care for your body and your hygiene and to take the time to nourish your physical carrier. And this is sending messages. These are the messages you send to yourself Um, your behaviors are, you know, about your value and your worth. Um, What to watch with the moon in Taurus is always going to be overconsumption for pleasure. So when the moon is in Taurus, you know, eating, drinking, fucking our feelings away is going to be something that can be a negative impact. Wednesday, the 12th of August, we've got the, um, the sun in Leo and it is, um, having a fran- a frustrating transit with the with Neptune and Pisces. So in the morning time around 10 a.m. Eastern, the moon is going to enter Gemini. So this is actually a good day to express our feelings verbally and to apply reason to our emotions. Um, but just after the moon shifts, we're going to experience this frustrating transit between the sun or our ego identity and uh, Neptune, which is the ego revealer. So you can't heal what you don't reveal. And that's what this uh, this is all about, this placement. The sun in, Le- in Leo is our ego, and the Neptune in Pisces is trying to reveal what the reality is. Um, it's really difficult to know yourself, to know who you are, and to know who you're not. Um, it's a relationship that needs constant care and attention, a willingness to dig deep uh, all the way throughout your life without ever needing to totally arrive at any one place. That's what's going to serve you. You know, you're never just going to be someone who's just at a stagnant, static place. You're always going to be shifting and growing. Um, So this transit is helping us to see where we may be in illusion around our concept of self or where we are not moving from a place that's truly feeling genuine. So this is a great day for philosophy and study of existential matters. It's a great day to examine your own patterns and their outcomes from a higher perspective to kind of work that out and to apply some intellectual reasoning to your feelings and your inner process. Um, It's also going to be a good day for creativity. Anytime that Neptune is really uh, being triggered is a great day for spirituality and uh, creativity. Thursday, the 13th of August, Mars and Aries is going to square Pluto and Capricorn. Okay, this is the first of three upcoming squares between the planet of anger and aggression, which is Mars, and power struggles and change, which is Pluto. And it's the day before Uranus is actually going to station retrograde. So this is really super unpredictable energy in a really wild animal that feels threatened kind of way. Um, This is confronting energy. Um, in some ways it's a bit scary, you know, everyone's going to be trying to exert power and control outwardly. You're going to want to be really careful about the situations you might may find yourself in today as violence in words and actions can be prevalent. So be extremely mindful when interacting with others and be mindful of your own safety when engaging with the world, like driving your car. You might feel extremely challenged on this day. You may find yourself or others trying to be dominant. You know, we try to exert control and power when we feel helpless or insecure or unsure. It's a futile attempt to bend life to our will 
And we can apply too much pressure to situations and people and they can break. And that's something that we want to be really conscientious of. So on this day, try to soften in your own personal approach and look to unexpressed grief as a source of your anger and aggression. And of course, just be really conscientious of like what, what, is, what is going on around you when you go out into the world and, and take good care of yourself. Then we head into Saturday, the 15th of August, when Uranus is going to station retrograde in Taurus. So this, is, this happens once a year. Um, this time it's going to be retrograde until January the 10th of 2021. And as this planet is far away, we only feel it in subtle and not overt ways in general. However, as you hear me say before, stations are always days to be aware of as the energy of the planet is really enhanced and increased. So Uranus provides the energy we need to free ourselves. It's revolution, it's reform, it's individuality and independence. These are all the themes of this planet. Honestly, I can't think of a more humanitarian, Earth-centric combination than Uranus and Taurus. Taurus speaks to our resources, so how we care for the Earth, food, money. And this retrograde is deeply personal to us. And especially in the USA, we're being driven further and further into a corner by people in power who refuse to care equally and consciously for the citizens here. And we need liberation. We need liberation from these archaic structures that oppress. We need innovation of the way we're living as human beings. And we need the space for each unique person here to be able to live with dignity and love. On a personal level, we need to liberate ourselves from our own oppressive behaviors, thoughts, and patterns. And so this retrograde period is going to allow us the review necessary to make sense of these rapid changes that 2020 has brought so far. And what's not fucking working out of that? What What is not working And uh, about these changes? And how do we innovate even deeper? Um, so Uranus energy is super disruptive of the nervous system and being grounded is very important. I find that even small amounts of coffee can make me feel extremely ungrounded and set off a domino effect of poor choices when it comes to, you know, what I eat and what I drink later on in the day as I am making this unconscious effort to reground myself through food. You might do it through alcohol or whatever. So for me, a great way to keep connection with my body is also to eliminate substances that create separation. And to me, that is uh, what coffee and caffeine can do. So it might be beneficial for you too, especially as we try to really soften the effects of these transits on our um, really sensitive nervous systems. Finally, Sunday, the 16th of August, the Sun and Mercury and Leo are going to trine Mars and Aries. So we end the week actually with some flowing, outgoing, active energy. This is a great energy. There's passion here and a sense of confidence. This is a really great energy for our creativity and our sexuality. This is a day when you can feel a boost in the pursuit of your desires. So the energy is really saying, go for it. We can all use that kind of confidence boost after the year we've been having, and probably after the week that we will have had. Um, we probably need, have learned some epiphanies this week and, um, or have you know, channeled some epiphanies and, and um, we're maybe closer to our desires. So this confidence boost is about being willing to strike out on your own. It's about uh, following your own path in life. It's about not letting the fear of failure stifle your gifts. 
if you feel the impulse to act today, and you don't have to, but if you, you know, it doesn't mean just because they're having this transit, it doesn't mean that it's going to directly, you're directly going to feel the impulse to act. But if you do feel the impulse to branch out on a specific idea, um, this transit is a big green light. You know, there's going to be, it's, it's very insightful. Um, so if you feel that confidence, um, move forward with it. Try it out. So that is the week of August 10th through the 16th. I want to thank all of our monthly energy report supporters and patrons who help support the availability of this information in the newsletter format and the podcast format. Thank you so much. Special thanks this week to our newest uh, patron, who is Amanda. Thank you so much for becoming uh, one of the supporters of this podcast and newsletter, the energy report, and of me, and I appreciate that support. Um, if you do need a uh, little bit of grounding support, I have some meditations on my website, one of which is free. It is the meditation for stillness, and that can also help you get really grounded. So check it out. Um, uh, you can download it for free. Um, enjoy. And uh, friends, I, um, I'm up here in Mountaindale, New York. I have my studio space up here in my art shop. If you find yourself around here. Obviously, we're being really conscientious about COVID. Um, masks are worn. We practice social distancing, and only a few people are allowed in at a time. Um, those are just some of the conscious shifts that we're doing even during this crazy time. Um, if you feel like you need some support on an energetic level, you can um, check out my schedule for my online healings. And, uh, and um, you can book a session with me from anywhere in the world. I'm still doing my sliding scale sessions for return clients. And um, I hope to connect with you guys soon. So I hope you have a wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Lots of love.